We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, live at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue here in Norman. It is a Tuesday night. It is time for Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by AT&T. The Big 12 opener coming up on Saturday morning, an 11 a.m. kickoff on Owen Field. Kansas State will be the opponent this year for the opener. The Sooners, oh, these guys won. They got them 48-41. The Wildcats did a year ago up in Manhattan. The head coach will be alongside coming up in the next segment. Opening segment brought to you by McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all of your personal injury needs. What are you looking forward to hearing from the coach tonight? Well, you know, just, you know, the, I think the biggest thing that everyone's wondering is, are they going to be at full strength? You right. know, we saw uh, week one against Missouri State. There's a bunch of guys out of the lineup, and that's kind of the thing. That there's so much unknown. Everyone, uh, you know, waiting for updates as to who's going to be on the field, who's not. And I'm looking forward to that. But I don't know that he's going to tell yeah, us, no Toby. Chance. No, <laughs> there's no chance. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. And whether you're home gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos Chips. Tostitos packs the crunch. 
for a touchdown in taste. As always, we want to take a bunch of your questions tonight. Listeners, viewers out there, if you would like to tweet us a question, you can. At OU on the air or at T-Row-O-U. We will pass along many of those to the coach tonight. And one lucky question asker is going to go home with a $50 Rudy's gift card tonight. It is our Academy Sports and Outdoors inbox. Remember, Academy Sports and Outdoors for all officially licensed Sooner gear. Also, later in the hour, Teddy's Butkus brain teaser for Lincoln Riley tonight. We'll take an opening timeout. We'll be joined by the head ball coach next as we get you set for the Big 12 opener Saturday on Owen Field. We'll be back at Rudy's right after this. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Sooner Sports Talk, brought to you by AT&T. And we welcome in now the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, everybody. Hi, Coach. How you doing tonight? Hey, guys. Good to see you all. Good to see you, sir. Uh, how has the bye week been, and how much different has it been than a normal bye week for you? Very different. Very different. Um, obviously, with all the things going on, it, it it's changed everything like we talked about last time uh, last time that we had the show and then I think the real difference for us has been you know just the scheduling of it um, for a couple of different reasons normally your your assistant coaches myself everybody's getting out on the road recruiting you know all day Friday all day Saturday during during most bye weeks and obviously we're not doing that um, so in-house with the guys a little bit more you know a chance to get some guys some work trying to get some guys caught up uh, that you know, that missed time, you know, whether it be during the summer, during fall camp here recently, you know, anybody that, you know, we've been able to get back on the field, you're trying to, to catch those guys up. And, uh, and, it, and it was a good time. I mean, your, your team is at so many different points right now individually, and uh, you're just trying to get as many guys ready to play as possible. Your guys starting to get used to the uncertainty and maybe they've been used to it all along, you know, and it started all the way back in the spring. We don't know if there's going to be a season that's kind of carried all the way up and then it's game week. Well, now we don't know if it's going to be a game. And then, you know, a test comes around on a Friday. You don't know if you're going to play this week. So it seems like every moment of every day is, is kind of up in the air. How have the guys responded to that? I think, Teddy, like you said, just I, I think getting used to it. Um, and I think I think just try not to approach it with too many what ifs, um, you know, set the task at hand, which is, uh, you know, this week to get ready to play a really good Kansas State team. Understand that there's going to be bumps in the road before the game, during the game, kind of all of it. And uh, and you've just got to be able to deal with it. And obviously you want to do the best job you can and minimize the bumps. But at the same time, there's going to be bumps and and you have to handle it. And so I think for all of us, that's I think helped us prepare the best that we could. I, honestly, I think it's helped us keep our sanity uh, in that you just try to focus on your day-to-day -day task and 
just and then just be ready to adjust uh, you know that you're going to have to and try not to let it sway the mood or the energy of the team or, or yourself individually I know you're not uh, interested in putting too much information out there coach but for folks oh, that, for, yeah, I know. <laughs> for folks that, that are concerned is the COVID situation headed in a positive direction do you, do you feel better about things right now than you did a week ago now by positive, do you mean more positive tests, or do you mean yeah. a positive direction? I mean, yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Okay. Um, yeah, it's hard to get a whole lot worse than 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 where we were. Um, so, I, I think we're continuing to learn. Uh, again, all these, you know, different experiences. I mean, going from the kind of training weight room off season period to OTAs was an adjustment. Then that was an adjustment into training camp and then into the season. I mean, I think you're constantly learning because this thing, like we've said so many times, said it just a second ago, it affects everything that you do. And I think it's just, there's constant adjustments going on. So I do feel like we're, um, I do feel like we're headed in a, in a positive direction. Um, but, you know, as Teddy said, I mean, you know, one test can can change all of that. And so uh, I think we're learning more about it and how we both as a staff, as far as the setup players, as far as, you know, what they do, keeping themselves safe, distance, all of that. I think we're learning more and more about how we can be more effective in, in fighting against this virus. You know, when you look back, it probably feels like to you that it's been six months ago. But when you look back to the Missouri State game, uh, do you feel like whenever, you know, it's all said and done, you go back, you review the film, just kind of the way, not just like in game, but the whole process at the hotel, uh, you know, leading up the night before the day of everything, you have a good sense that, that you guys are, are doing everything the way you should and that the guys have bought in and, and taken the corrections and taken everything that you're trying to get across to them? Yeah, I think we've definitely taken some strides. You know, the the, the traveling, you know, being in the hotel, uh, the whole game day operation, every part of that, even the you know the locker room, how you do pregame. I mean, just every part of it's different. Teddy, you'll remember kind of the legendary mental tests uh, around here, which we've continued to use. I mean, that's every part of that's different. And uh, so I think we learned a lot in this first one. Um, I think we were doing more, certainly more positive things and more things that were in line with what we should be than we weren't. Uh, but I do think we've, we've cleaned it up both in, you know, which is the balancing act right now of trying to balance one, getting a team ready to play with also all the stuff going on with COVID and all the adjustments. And so I think we, we definitely learned a few things that, that I feel like we can do better this week. And uh, I think we'll be more prepared as we get into, you know, that, that Friday and Saturday routine. You said something interesting at your uh, press availability earlier today about on game day, it was odd for you to only have to worry about coaching football. Take us through your day from running out into a 25% full stadium. What was the atmosphere like for you? And then what was your thought process when the reality did hit that, wow, I can just call plays here and somebody else is worrying about all that other stuff? Yeah, honestly, probably more before and then after the game, you know, was different. The game did honestly feel much different. Um, you know, the the fans that were there created a tremendous atmosphere. It was fun. Our, we we just loved being out there and having a chance to play. So the game was, the game was great. The the before game was different. You know, not having, you know, a lot of different meetings or recruits coming through, and then not having recruits after. It was, uh, yeah, just. Uh, 
it kind of felt like I had like more things to do and, and I was actually done. So, um, yeah, that part of it was, was fine. A little bit of an adjustment, but, uh, yeah, it is kind of nice just to just only worry about football. Has it, has it been, I mean, I guess shocking or surprising is really not it's, for you. It's probably, uh, more expected, but some teams early on, and, and this isn't just a big 12 thing. It's kind of all across college football, uh, whether it's be guys being out, you know, everyone's training camp is, is not equal this year. They may have had, you know, 10 guys that missed two weeks because of contact trace or whatever it is. But some of the teams coming out this year ha have stumbled and, you know, lost to lesser opponents maybe or just not looked the way that they had thought coming in. Has, has, did you expect that coming in? Or as you've seen it kind of play out, was that uh, surprising at all? Oh, great point. I, I, I think – I think when you think about it, we, we probably should all expect it. It's, uh, yeah, it's so, I mean, this has always been an unpredictable game, but probably right now more than ever, uh, just because everybody is in a different place. Um, like you said, some people got 10, 12, 13 practices spring ball. Some people like us had, you know, zero or one. Uh, everybody's off seasons were different where their players were. Uh, you know, these testing protocols, contact tracing protocols within the state, uh, different institutions, different states are different. Uh, you're getting different rules at the conference level. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it'll be an interesting year. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. And, and how this plays out, I mean, we're just at the, we're just at the beginning of this thing. And, and I think we're, you know, lucky that we're in a position where we've got some, some leeway within our conference, um, you know, if, if situations do come up, having some bye weeks built in. So uh, I think we're in as good a shape as most. But I, I do think, yeah, I mean, I, I think you could see a lot of crazy things happen this year. I mean, there's just, I, I think it'll probably, we probably can't even come up with all of them right now. Um, I mean, it could get, it could get that wacky and, uh, you know, you hit the wrong, wrong team at the wrong time or you have the wrong week where you don't you know you lose the wrong guys i mean it's it's just going to be a little bit more of a toss-up maybe than it's ever been all right we got a bunch of questions flowing in for, for you coach i do want to uh, give a shout out though a very special listener a lot of you have seen the hashtag tyson strong out there he is uh, undergoing has been undergoing bone marrow treatment and is on his way back from md anderson listening right now on the uh, road home so uh, Tyson, thank you for tuning in and a lot of thoughts and prayers going your way. Thank we'll you about you, Tyson. We'll take a time out more with Lincoln Riley here at Rudy's right after this. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively. Anheuser-Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Sooner fans, be sure to check out Soonersports.com for your chance to win Red River Showdown football tickets from Love's Travel Stops, Riverwind, and Homeland.
All right, welcome back, everybody, to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Hey, how would you like to be able to listen to Teddy and the rest of the Sooner broadcast while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? Go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. Lincoln Riley's alongside. And, Coach, we're going to start this segment with a fan question from the friends over at Academy Sports and Outdoors. Remember, Academy Sports and Outdoors for all your officially licensed Sooner gear. Here's your fan question. Hi, Coach Riley. What is your process for game planning for a different opponent each week? Did you get that, Coach? No. no? Okay. He was, wanting to, sure. he was wanting to know what is your process for game planning for each different opponent each week. I'm sure that is a complicated <laughs> answer. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it is. It's, uh, but I mean, we've got a process that we that we stick to. Um, you know, it involves obviously a lot of film study. Um, I think not only film study of, of of your opponent, but also of yourself. You know, and what your what you think your guys are good at, and and how you think you can continue to build and grow. Um, but yeah, it starts with with studying the opponent. We break them down uh, a lot of different ways. Have different coaches responsible for different areas and. Kind of the the short version is is we get a million good ideas up on the uh, up on the board, and then that that only takes about thirty minutes, and then we spend hours upon hours trying to figure out uh, which ones we're going to cut, uh, which ones we're going to run, how we're going to package it, communicate it, all that. So the the, the good ideas, especially when you've got a, a creative room like we do, are are certainly the easy part. Narrowing it down and finding a way to do it is is uh, you know certainly what we spend the most time on. I always feel like there's you know, whether you're trying to, you know, invent, you know, whatever it is, technology or something, someone always takes a good idea to somebody like the engineer and he says, we can't do that. It's impossible. <laughs> and I feel like that guy might be uh, Coach Beatenbow. Whenever you walk in there, it's like, Coach, how are we going to block this? And he's like, we're not doing it. That's right. Yeah, he doesn't want any of the uh, long developing pass plays. But whatever. Hey, the offensive line, though, you know, it's a great group. It's a deep group. Um, you know, week one, you had you had some guys out, but how'd you feel like they did trying to put that, you know, it's kind of always, it, this season's been a patchwork trying to, you know, figure out who's going to be where, but how'd you think they did in week one? I thought they handled it well. I thought our, I thought our first group played pretty well. Uh, you know, did a good job keeping guys off of Spencer. Um, had some nice things in the run game. Had a few things in the run game that we've got to be cleaner on. Um, the second group was a little bit more patchwork. We had about we had a few more guys playing out of position, and so uh, you know we were still functional. Uh, but but I mean, honestly, a lot of like a lot of first games do. I mean, there's certainly more good than bad, but uh, a lot of growing is going to have to happen. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to hopefully get some more guys involved as we go on here. But I, I think the advantage of having a group that's you know, that's these guys that have played, you know, a decent amount of ball that have played a lot of ball together, understand what we're doing. I, I thought was a big benefit, especially with some of the guys out. All right. Got a question from uh, Will Corcoran on Twitter. Hey, coach, as a father of six, he is. I am curious if or how you have managed to balance your life as the head football coach and as a husband and a parent of little ones. Has that has COVID changed any of that? Yeah, it's a great question. That's that's probably the toughest challenge for for a for a coach at this level is is just the is is doing your job well and and fulfilling your responsibilities here, but not keeping not keeping your 
are not losing sight of what's you know most important and that is your family and so uh no i think it's a challenge i think it's you know something i've learned and try to do better with each and every year because you just don't get these years back with your family especially when you've got young children like i do um yeah COVID honestly is has uh in some ways helped i mean the certainly the time you know way where we were all you know isolated and quarantined was some great time with my girls that that you know probably would not have had without that and and so i'm thankful for that part the tougher part now is uh facilities all that shut down and i'm used to not only myself but a lot of a lot of the other coaches and staff members having you know, families up here around the facilities and at practice and and a chance to spend extra time with us and you know that's not been possible with our facility being locked down so so certainly have missed that part of it but uh Something that, like anything, that learn from and try to do better and better because, uh, you know, again, football and, and this team and program are incredibly important to us all, but but still doesn't compare to our families. Yeah. A couple of questions ago, whenever you were talking about the offensive line, they were running a, a highlight reel of, of that group. I don't know if you saw that or not, but, you know, I was I was watching Spencer Rattler through that and – yeah, I, I would guess that for a young quarterback, one of the hardest things to learn is like game experience, trusting an offensive line and, you know, waiting, sitting there in the pocket and just kind of having that presence in there and trusting those guys to, to, to get it all blocked up perfectly for you. How'd you think he handled that in week one? Pretty well. Um, you know, I, I thought he hung in there the majority of the time in the pocket and give our linemen credit. Those guys did a good job of making him feel comfortable. And uh, so, yeah, I thought he I thought he did trust those guys. I think he's got trust and that'll continue to to grow and build as this year goes on. And you're going to face new challenges. We're obviously going to face, you know, bigger challenges as far as uh, pass rushers and being able to protect and, and create things. And so. Uh, that, you know that'll continue to evolve throughout the year, but uh, but was pleased. I didn't think he was was antsy, um, and I thought you know made pretty sound decisions both in and outside the pocket. Stick it on uh, offense, coach. You said earlier today that you absolutely believe Jaden Hazelwood will be back to help you at some point this year, um, and you've said a couple of times how impressed you've been with his attitude throughout his injury and, and being around his teammates even when he wasn't on the field. But, I mean, that's fantastic news that you may get him down the line here. Yeah, no, I think a lot of confidence in the in the direction he's headed. Uh, and then and then just the job that our, our medical team, strength coaches, um, those guys have all done a great job. And, yeah, Jaden's kept a great attitude through it, which is, which is tough to do. I mean, the disappointment of, of having an injury – like he did and and then you know really then he had one tough day and then the next day he was back to work and he's been at it um and uh, so i give him a lot of credit and he's he's worked hard and he's still got to continue obviously to progress he's not ready yet uh but love the direction he's headed and if he continues to do that i, I certainly think he'll have a chance to help this team love this question on twitter from will melton when you watch your brother calling plays, do you find yourself calling what you do in certain situations? <laughs> For those who don't know, Garrett is the uh, OC at SMU. Is it hard watching? Is it fun watching? No, no, no it's not hard. It's fun. Um, it's fun to see what they're doing, and they've got a, they've got a good football team, a good quarterback, so it's a you know, great, I think, first situation for him, and he's done a really good job. So. Um, but yeah, certainly there's there's always going to be a little bit of uh, needling back and forth. So whether it's after one of my games or after one of his games, there's always going to be, you know, what the heck were you thinking on this or blah, blah, blah. So we have some fun with it.
That's pretty much what I was thinking. As you were answering it, you started off, I was like, wow, that's different than my brother no, ever handled anything right. that, that I had going on. But that's a lot of fun because there's a lot of teams that are moving the football around, up and down the football field, and it's leaking up to the NFL. We're yep. starting to see that, you know, Kyler's doing well, Baker, some of those guys, seeing a lot of those familiar concepts from the Big 12 uh, right there on, on Sunday afternoons and evenings in the NFL. Yeah, it's finding its way kind of all kinds of places right now. So uh, fun to watch, fun to watch, you know, all the different creative stuff happening just in football in general. I think it's a, just a great time for the game. You know, one guy that caught our eye uh, last Saturday, Coach, was Mikey Henderson, um, big body H-back. I mean, what a collection of H-backs you've got. But this looks like a kid that's got a chance to have a promising future for yeah, you. He does. He does. He's got a he's got a fun skill set. Um, you know, like anybody, it's it's been a, a lot for him to, to learn all of that because we do ask that position to do so much. But he's done a good job. And uh, – yeah, he's going to be a fun player to watch as his as his career unfolds and he's con as he continues to get better and better because he is certainly a a gifted guy. Um, there's a there's an intriguing skill set there that that we're kind of excited to watch develop. And I think like a lot of guys, it'll it'll come down to I think learning the base package and continuing to to grow in that. And then as he does, I think his you're going to see an opportunity for his role to get bigger and bigger. It's funny, he, when he wears that three, he looks like a receiver out there or something, but that's a big physical dude. And I just think it's funny, you know, because and I, I have to fight this narrative all the time that, you know, I, I don't know why people think it that Oklahoma's just an air raid offense that throws the ball 60 or 70 times. And uh, no, this is a running offense. And it's funny that Oklahoma probably, you know, four – tight ends, H-backs, whatever you want to call them, probably start anywhere in the country. It's a position group that you guys have really loaded up on. Teddy's drawn up a four H-back <laughs> play for you yeah, here tonight like while he's been I doodling, like by the uh, way. No, it has. We've worked hard. We've worked hard to get that room like it is. And like you said, it's a big part of our, our physical presence and the way we want to play, the versatility that we want to have. And yeah, we're, we're at a kind of a, a great time to, to have all those skill sets in the room and all the different options that we do have. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll hit more fan questions coming up. Also, the Butkus Brain Teaser coming up next segment. Back after this at Rudy's. All used football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind. 
Welcome back to Rudy's, everybody, for Sooner Sports Talk, brought to you by AT&T. Hey, whenever there's a Sooners game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. Congratulations to Will Corporan. He wins our $50 gift card from Rudy's for the Rudy's Anywhere question of the night tonight. Uh, we're going to send you some barbecue cur courtesy of Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Question from in-house from Sooner uh, football fans. Coach, have you ever seen a center block a man with his left arm and pancake a man with his right at the same time? <laughs> I missed it, but I guess Creed Humphrey did that. I have, yeah, you, you guys just showed it on the highlights, actually. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh, Creed does some pretty impressive things, some things that you don't see centers or really many offensive linemen do very often. Right, speaking of impressive things you don't see very often, it is time for our Oklahoma Education Association Butkus Brain Teaser Oklahoma Education Association putting education first. Teddy, what do you have for the coach tonight? Okay, um, we're going back to 2017. This is a game that took place in Manhattan, Kansas, Toby, Kansas State. Okay, so. The little apple, they call it, that's Teddy. That's right, exactly. The score is 21-10. Kansas State is up. There is 12-29 left in the third quarter. So it's first drive of the second half. The ball is on the 14-yard line going in, first and 10 on the right hash. So 12-29 in the third, 21-10, hmm. Kansas State, uh, first and 10, ball on the 14-yard line going in on the right hash. Yeah, I think Baker ended up keeping it. Um Ran underneath the left uh, left blitzer uh, and scored in the left side of the end zone. Well, you know, I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually thought this was going to be a difficult one for some reason, you know. But so you're saying that's right? I, we haven't even seen the play yet. Well, right? yeah. I mean, come on. All right, Baker keeps it. Let's see. Let's run the highlight. All right, there you go. 14 yard line, right hash. Baker keeps it, bounces outside, <laughs> and the touchdown. There you go. He's 2-0, ladies and gentlemen, in 2020. Butkus brain teaser is a fail again for Teddy. It's a victory that for Lincoln Riley. That was a Riley. joke. I, why did you think he wouldn't get it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I thought he wouldn't get it. I guess that's stupid of me. How long have we been doing this? I mean, he must have known that as soon as I said uh, 2017 Manhattan, Kansas. I don't, you know. Yeah. I, you know what I remember from that game? It happened <laughs> It happened shortly before this, I believe, like, because OU was down at halftime. Yeah. And there was a pretty fiery halftime speech I remember you telling me about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Um, <laughs> yes, there was. There was a pretty fiery <laughs> halftime speech. It was really nice and calm from what I remember. <laughs> well. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell your story. Well, it's one of those things where, because I was down on the sideline at the time, and, you know, it's it's halftime and, you know, I'm like, I need to go grab a Gatorade or something. Mm -hmm. So I just cruise on into the locker room and I like burst through the doors in the middle of like uh, everyone like turns and looks at me like, what are you doing? Because Coach Riley is giving a very calm speech to the guys <laughs> to uh, how we're going to pick it up for the second half. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I'm an idiot. Yeah. You can get away with that when you win a buck. I about to say when you get a buck because <laughs> yeah. you, you get to do that. Uh, tell me about Lincoln Riley, the scout team quarterback, Coach. <laughs> no, no scout team quarterback. Uh, occasionally fill in as a safety or, or something like that. Oh, so. a safety? 
Yeah. That's yeah. even better. I get the second. You know, with, I'm with the offense during the scout period, so I, I sometimes have to pop in over there to – I don't know that's a great look, but it looks maybe it probably looks better in my head than it does to everybody else. <laughs> Careful, don't plant and no, and, we don't need you tearing an ACL or something out there. That Achilles or something. That's right. That's hey, right. Uh, Coach, how happy? Well, I don't know if you're happy or not. What's your opinion on the Big Twelve kind of revert or the Big Ten? I'm sorry, kind of reversing decision deciding to play this year. I mean, I, I think it's great. They're they're getting a chance to play. Um, you know, I, I'm sure they probably wish like like others that. You know, they maybe it started sooner to give them some more leeway. Um, but I mean, just to have the opportunity, I'm I'm, I'm happy for the kids, uh, the coaches, uh, especially. You know, all the people that worked so hard, and then to have a season taken away from them. Uh, you know, I can't imagine the feeling. So uh, I'm I am I'm happy for them. Happy they got an opportunity. I think it's good for college football. I hope that, I mean, <laughs> we've kind of seen how uh, the unroll of the season has been rocky, and they're starting it late, and there's not a, a whole lot of room for error in there. But I was happy to see Trey Sermon's going to get a chance to play, definitely. you know. I definitely. thought that was pretty cool. Definitely. No, I'm definitely happy for Trey. You know, he, he could have been sitting there looking at it like, you know, could have had a chance, and now I don't at this place. And, and for his final year, I'm, I'm certainly happy for that kid. Uh, tell us about Steven Johnson, Coach. That was our introduction for a lot of us to this yeah, young man, yeah. senior, actually, for your team, and came through big for you last yeah, year. Yeah, he, he's been a popular guy around here. Took uh, kind of a, a long road to get here and, and ended up uh, ended up leaving the team for a while uh, the beginning of last year. Uh, just wanted to focus in on academics. He's, he's a walk-on. Um, needed a little bit more time there. Demands of football can be tough with that. And so left the team for a while, and then after uh, after we ended up losing a, a player at that position, uh, we, we asked him if he'd reconsider coming back uh, to, to back Gabe up at the time last year. And he got into a better place academically and, and was really doing well in his classes and said, hey, you know what, if the team needs me to come back, I'll, sure, I'll do it. And uh, that's made him really popular around here for a long time. And then and then since he's come back, he's, he's, he's kicked the best he ever has. I mean, he's really kicking well. Um, a high quality kicker um and and honestly when uh when we found out we weren't gonna have gabe last week i really wasn't wasn't worried uh just had total confidence in steven and he answered the bell uh, no surprise to anybody in here the way the guys worked and and uh you know how unselfish he's been and, and as everybody saw he's a talented a talented player special teams always critical uh, in any game and, you know, Kansas State maybe more so against them than anyone. This is something they've hung their hat on for a really long time. And, you know, I think they returned four kickoffs last year for touchdowns. Uh, even in our game up there uh, in Manhattan, there was, you know, they, they recovered a little uh, pooch kick there on, on a kickoff. So uh, the antenna's got to be up for your guys this week against Kansas State and all the different uh, special teams units. No, it does. You're, you're exactly right. They led the country last year in kickoff return, which it seems like they're always elite at that. Um, and so, you know, a huge challenge for our kickoff team. You're right. We had a couple blunders last year, a couple substitution errors. We fumbled on the – Pooch kick. We had a, a couple of, of punt miscues that really cost us in, in field position. So you're right. You, you have to play great there. Uh, and that's certainly been a big point of emphasis for us this week, challenging our guys, our coaches, everybody to, to, to go out and have the best special teams performance that we can. Skyler Thompson played outstanding against you up there a year ago. What's important for you guys uh, this year against him? And then what makes him difficult? Well, he's a good player. I mean, he's had he's had experience. Um, he's got athletic ability. He's a good thrower that can really get hot. Um, and and he did. He played well against us last year. 
couple of times that, that they didn't make plays, we bailed them out and kept them on the field. And he's too good of a player to do that too. So, yeah, we'll have to do a better job on him. I mean, we've got to get more pressure. Uh, we've got to contest more passes, uh, make make life a little bit more difficult on him because he's he's going to make his plays. He's a good enough player. He's going to make some plays regardless. And so you better uh, you better you know make him pay for his mistakes. You better make it as hard on him as you possibly can. I like this question that came in for you from Richard Osborne on Twitter. During this COVID era, what player on your team right now is the most versatile and could play the most positions if he had to? Mm. Great question. Uh, we've got a few. I mean, I would say our some of our more experienced players, uh, you know, give you some of that options. The guys that have had multiple years, you know, in, in this program, multiple years, at least some of the guys now defensively, we've got several guys offensively that are, you know, three plus years. Uh, so, so probably that, I don't know that I'd want to throw it out there though, uh, names, but we've got, um, you certainly, the, the normal thought process and something like this, where you're trying to develop depth or more guys that can play multiple positions as you try to do it with your older guys, just because, the young guys, you're trying to let them just settle into one position and find a way to be able to contribute in, in this first year. Pretty good rule of thumb, too, is uh, go to the linebacker room. Those guys can do Great absolutely athletes. everything. Yeah. Athletes, smart. Uh, they can do everything. How about Kansas State uh, defensively? What have you seen from them um, Pass rushers up front, back end. What challenges do they present? Yeah, no, I think a talented front seven. Uh, return a lot of guys. Um, some really talented players on the front seven. Uh, you know, they've got really good defensive end. That's that's been one of the better players or better ends in the league for the last couple of years. Uh, uh, linebacking core that's got some experience, some explosive players. Uh, and secondary, they return return a really good corner, um, and I think going to get a couple guys back probably this week as well. So. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of the same faces, uh, you know, that we saw last year uh, up in Manhattan. Um, good defense, good scheme, make it tough on you to make you earn everything. Um, very physical. Uh, so we're going to have to do, obviously, a much better job than, than we did last year. All right, we got one timeout left. We're going to take it right here. One more segment with Lincoln Riley coming up after the break. It's Sooner Sports Talk brought to you by AT&T. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Medicine, Anheuser-Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies, and our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Coca-Cola, and OU Medicine. Welcome back. Final segment here at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The Sooner Shop is the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Curbside pickup also available through the Sooner Sports To Go app. All right, Coach, you got uh, K-State coming up on Saturday. We don't know who's coming back, who's not playing. I would imagine that there are some guys who did not get to play in the opener, who are going to get to play in this game that are coming out of their skin, itching, excited to finally get to take Owen Field. Yeah, no, I mean, I think everybody's first game is 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 kind of gives you that emotion, especially with all that that everyone's been through throughout the year. And uh, so, and and on top of that, you know, getting a chance for it to be a conference game, which is always a big deal to us. Your, your conference opener setting the tone for for the rest of this season. And so, uh, no, I think we'll have a lot of guys excited and ready to go. 
How about some of the young guys that we saw in in week one? Uh, McGowan, Mims, some of those guys offensively that that had pretty big roles. Did you like what you see from them? And are they going to continue to be a big part of what you do? Definitely, definitely excited about those guys. There were you know, several more uh, that, you know, on both sides of the ball, we thought that did some really positive things. Didn't see a lot of hesitation out of those guys, which I think is one of the key things you always look for is can they take what you see on the practice field and carry it over to the game field. And, and I think guys were, were ready for the moment and, and showed some things. And, and they're, they're going to do nothing but continue to get better. But, you know, the skill set of those two and several others is, is exciting and I think, you know, brings about some great possibilities this year. What's the key to being a great punt returner, Coach? Uh, fearless. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one. I'm, you obviously have to have great hand-eye coordination, uh, being able to judge the ball in the air, wind, all of that. Um, uh, and, and it happens so fast, you got to be able to react. It's not always the fastest guys. You know, we had we had Welker at Texas Tech, who for I think still, I think if I'm correct, still holds uh, the uh, career punt return uh, number with uh, – I think with a former OU player, if I, if I, if I Antonio yeah, Antonio Perkins, that's exactly right. I think they both had eight, and you know, Wes, you know, is probably four, six, five, four, seven at best. So, but fearless and could catch the ball, knew how to make people miss and get the ball vertical right away, and played with some great teammates that, that got them blocks. And so, uh, uh, it's a hard skill, man. It's uh, of all the skills on the football field, that's one of the few that there's just there's only a couple guys on your roster that are even capable of it. It's a uh, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. Making a note here, Wes Welker, Oklahoma City kid, <laughs> let him know Lincoln Riley called him slow. <laughs> it wouldn't right. be the first time. He knows, <laughs> trust me. He knows. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that Welker was really good at, I remember uh, playing against him, and Antonio Perkins was good at setting up the blocks. Yeah. you got to make a little exactly quick right. move uh, to help get those guys that leverage to get on those uh, those blocks. Um I've always wondered, like, what's the perfect game for you? Is it, is it balanced? Would you prefer to go out and throw for a big amount of uh, yards, run for a big amount of yards, you know, bounce 50-50? Like, if you called the perfect game, and maybe it's different every single week, but, like, what's the perfect offensive formula for you? Yeah, no, I think, like you said, it's different um, because some of that's based on how people are playing you. Um, but – I think the the perfect thing for me is just when you feel like teams are giving you some things in the throw game and you can execute it, you can protect it um, and make it happen. And then and then on the the other side of the coin, when when you feel like there's things there to take advantage of, of the run game and you're a, and you are able to do both. So some weeks it's going to turn out to be more more runs, more rushing yards. Some weeks more on the throwing side of it. That's just the the flow of how this thing unfolds. But. I think just being able to do both. And, and then the biggest thing for me is just being consistent um, to where you, you feel like you know what you're going to get out of your guys, um, and, and it makes it certainly a lot easier to call the game. All right, great stuff. Uh, hey, tell Clark his crew here misses him. Uh, he behaving himself around there? Uh, never. Yeah, I figure yeah. so. Coach, thanks for your time, and good luck against Kansas State on Saturday. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Lincoln Riley, and uh, thank you, Coach. Uh, Takeaway from tonight with the coach? Uh, I mean, I think they're excited to get back out there. I think uh, they've done a really good job in, in preparation. It's always difficult, and this year makes it even more so. You throw a bye week in. Um, you throw a bunch of positive tests and guys in and out of the lineup. 
Um, you know, a lot of uncertainty. I think any time that they've got a game at the end of the week, they're excited about it. So uh, I bet they're just chomping at the bit to get, get back out there. So fun to see him play football against anybody right. a week ago. Now I can't wait to see him play big boy football against a, a team that beat him last year. I mean, right. I know Kansas State didn't look great in their opener, but this is a team that handed it to him up hey, in Manhattan a year ago. This will be a much better team than what we saw week one. I can uh, assure I believe, you that. I believe you're correct about that. Thank you, folks, for watching. We'll do it again next week here at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. We're brought to you by AT&T. Boomer Sooner, everybody. Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. And by Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.